that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people, and I've played some, too. And there's one thing I know. People like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where are they? How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast while I'm talking out my ass with Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. And we're going to talk about this uh, planned diversion about rebuilding the marsh, which he's completely against because he says it ain't going to work and all it's going to do is kill the dolphins and a bunch of other fish out there. And we're also going to talk about closed primaries, which uh, he's also not in favor of. But we'll, uh, we'll see what he's got to say right after this here on the Spudcast. Getting older and feeling your age, low energy, no motivation, putting on the pounds. Maybe age isn't the culprit. Maybe the sad truth is you have low testosterone. Well, don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic at the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic. Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you. With proper testing, diagnosis, and testosterone replacement therapy, you'll be on your way to becoming your old self again, or better yet, your new self again. Go to mopeclinic.com, M-O-P-E clinic.com, or call 504-322-3888 to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. Bud here, do your breakers keep breaking? Do you see a spark when you plug in your hair dryer? If you do, I want you to remember one thing, 947-3392. That's Eugene Lawrence's number at E1 Electric. Let's face it, you don't know nothing about electricity, but Eugene does. A licensed and insured electrical contractor, over 25 years experience, him and his crew can do anything for you, from hanging a ceiling fan to rewiring an apartment complex. So before you hear this, you better hear this. Thanks for calling E1 Electric. How can we help you? E1 Electric, 504-947-3392. Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides the big cootie sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye, bug bites, sunburns. Some of these can be diagnosed and treated over the phone with telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. Okay, so uh, joining me here on the Spudcast podcast, I'm talking out my ask with Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser, who... Man, uh, do you actually ever sleep, Billy? I mean, I have talked to you at all hours of the day or night, and you you don't ever sound like you're tired. So I don't I don't know what the deal is, man. Well, we got so many passionate people here in Louisiana. Uh, it's easy to get excited from one town to the next, and there's so much going on uh, as we try to open our doors back up to the world. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic and very excited about our future. Me too. And I'm, and quite frankly, I'm very anxious. Last weekend, I was talking to Becker Hall about uh, Hogs for the Cause and how excited he is. And uh, he was telling me how uh, uh, Butch Browning, you know, the uh, fire marshal, said, well, you can have 11,000 people at your event. He goes, but I'm going to do about half that. I'm going, dude, dude, come on, man. People are chomping at the bit to get out and eat some pig and listen to the music. At least go to like 8,500. So I think I talked him into upping the numbers a little bit, but he, he still ain't going to go to the 11,000, but he'd be able to fill that place so fast it wasn't funny. So. Well, you know, 87% of Americans are going to plan a leisure trip in the next six months. That is double what it was just a little over 30 days ago. So um, that is a great number for us to really start luring tourists back. And uh, and we're asking every Louisianan to uh, – 
stay home for the holidays. Make plans to invite your family and friends for Christmas. We're going to up our, our, our displays for lights around the state. I have some Santa things at state parks. We might even bring in some snow. But we want to make the holidays special here at home and have people come and shop and spend money. Uh, bring your family here. We can use the, the, the business and, uh, and really make a great holiday season right here in our state, Louisiana. Well, you're, you're absolutely right. And also because there are so many things in this state that I haven't seen that I've talked about. And I've, I push staycations, too. And we try to, to, to catch as much local things as we, as we can. I mean, you can spend a weekend and only hit two really cool museums in Baton Rouge, you know? And there's so many things just right there in the capital city. So, yeah, people need to, they need to stay home. But that ain't what I called you for, although we will talk about that in the future. You got two things right. going on right now. One of them, uh, both things I've read about in the paper. One of them is about the closed primaries, and the other one's about the diversion. Which one you want to talk about first? You hit me. Whatever one. Ah, well, let's start. Let's start with the diversion. You and I first met talking on the radio about uh, the BP oil spill, and you were big in favor of the berms, and you and Bobby Jindal were talking about doing that, and you were also in favor, big time, of creating, uh, uh, building the 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 state back with uh, using using those big dredges. And uh, so I, I know you're a fan of rebuilding the marshlands, but it's I, I'm assuming that you have your plan and it doesn't quite mesh with this diversion plan. So let's start with it. What's the diversion plan going to do, and why are you against it? Well, from day one, I said we don't have we don't need a 50 year plan. We won't be here. The Grand Isle Fishing Rodeo will be in Baton Rouge in 50 years. We need a five to 10 year plan. We developed the berm that was actually approved by President Obama to keep the oil out the marsh. That was our plan. A thousand foot berm, eight foot down to the marsh. It's certified by the Coeur d'Alene Storm Surge five feet, and it is recognized as flood protection by FEMA. So with $3 sand out the river, as opposed to $50 clay for a levee, you build that behind the levees along the coast, you lower storm surge five feet to the coast. That buys us an extra 50 years. Worse than Katrina, if we don't have a hurricane for 10, 15 years and FEMA comes in and says, New Orleans, you got to raise your wall, it's sinking. Sea rise is rising. You don't have 100-year protection. Where are you going to get the money? So opening up the river for the diversion is never going to build land above the water level. So it does not give you any benefit for low and storm surge. It's, it's, and, it's, and they keep calling it a sediment diversion. It's 98% water, less than 2% of, of granulars that they call in sediment. And look, it's not a fresh water diversion. It's a polluted river, yeah. second most polluted river in the country. And, and what I learned in Mississippi at the Marine Mammal Institute, they believe it will kill 75% of the dolphins. And at 11 o'clock on a Friday night when nobody's watching, when Congress does their dirty work, they passed uh, a waiver to the Marine Mammal Act. So instead of studying the effects of the dolphins and turtles for this diversion, they're going to monitor it for five years. So we're going to spend $2 billion, hope it doesn't destroy everything. But if it does, what will we do? Shut it down after we spend $2 billion? Wouldn't you want to know up front what is the negative impact of the marine life 
before we build it. And 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 the 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 dolphin is the canary in the coal mine. Uh, when the canary dies, get out because everything else is gone. The dolphin is at the top of the food chain. When it dies, everything else below it will die. Well, everything and, else below it is already dead, isn't it? Because they're dying because they they're they're swallowing around in in the stuff uh, that gives us that big uh, thing off the coast every year, all the pollution that comes down the river, and and they've already run out of food because everything below them is already dead. You know what? You said that about the dead zone. Spud, you're absolutely right. The largest dead zone in the history last year. Offshore, star, the storm surge or the tidal changes 10 to 15 feet a day, mixes that water up. In the Barataria Basin, the storm movement's less than two feet. It is going to destroy everything in that basin. It will be a dead basin. We might as well take Sportsman Paradise off our license plate because you won't be catching fish. You know, I tell people you can fish anywhere, you catch fish in Louisiana, ain't going to be no more. Either that or you ain't going to be able to eat them. That's, That's right. And when, But every year, don't they always always have a big meeting every year about uh, up in Chicago about what are we going to do about all the pollution that comes down the river? And, and a lot of it, none of it, some of it is dumped in there like it ain't supposed to be, but a lot of it is rainwater wash-off from all the farms up in the in the Midwest. And that's what... That's, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that, quite frankly, maybe we should be feeding those black mango trees that would that would take root and help preserve the coast. But instead, it just washes all out and creates a dead zone. And the next thing you know, you got to go 50 miles out before you can catch a sockeye, you know? Well, I brought it to the attention at the Lieutenant Governor's Association, which I just finished a year as president. And now I'm working with mayors up and down the river on these great river cruises that's going to really help breathe new life into many communities with thousands of passengers getting off at many locations and working with those mayors. And once we get these river cruises up and running, um, my, my hope and my goal is to work with those mayors to help clean up the river and, um, and have them understand that we, we're all in this together and we need to, uh, to make some real uh, efforts to clean it up. But still, uh, it doesn't, you know, when people say, well, we got to do something, you're right. The Burn Project came from an idea from an old-timer, Earl Armstrong, who took me out after Katrina and showed me a ridge that was pumped before Hurricane Betsy. And out of 2,000 head of cattle, he had in the mouth of the river when Katrina hit. The only cows that survived Katrina were on that ridge that was pumped before Hurricane Betsy. And it's still there. So I told him to take me in. And that's when we started working on this plan for the ridges that will sustain a hurricane and lower storm surge and protect the critical marsh that's left. And and how much uh, how much uh, backlash and fighting, you know? Because I you know somebody's always going to just stand in your way. It doesn't matter how logical this uh, this thing sounds or how much evidence you actually put out there. Somebody's going to jump up in front of you with a bunch of BS. Well, look at the ads they're running for this diversion. Shame on them. They spent in full-page ads. They got one chef, one charter fisherman. One, they got four people to say how great it is. They have hired firms to run commercials. Mary Landrew's on the payroll in Washington lobbying for a coastal project. If all that money went into building berms and ridges to save the marsh and, and lower storm surge to our whole coast, we'd be a lot better off. But a lot of consultants don't get rich pumping river sand and building berms 
the, the, the studies, the consult, and the engineering involved in this massive, and, and look, it's gone from a billion to two billion, and it's not even built yet. And, that, uh, and that's, just the, that's just the observing too, right? Absolutely. We're not there yet. Yeah. And uh, price keeps going up. Sad. All right. I got to step away for a second. When we come back here, we'll talk about the closed primary stuff. My guest, Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser, who, frankly, this is the middle of a workday, so I can't fool around. Let me let me get away and get right back here on the Spudcast podcast talking out my ass. Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home? There's only one sure way to fix a flooding problem. Home Team Elevation. End the worry. Stop insurance rate hikes. Get your flooding problem fixed now with the Home Team Advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. You want design choices? On the Home Team, you're the MVP. So don't wait. Elevate with Home Team Elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote at 3011222. or go to hometeamelevation.com. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. And we're back talking to Lieutenant Governor uh, Billy Nungesser, um, and as spoke about the diversion before. And now let's get into this closed primary uh, thing. Yeah, uh, there's, there's, this is uh, we've had the jungle primary for a long time. I mean, it was it was shut down briefly for a while back, but uh, most, I mean, you're getting a lot of uh, you're getting a lot of bipartisan support on on leaving it alone and and not doing the closed primary thing. Well, listen, my dad started. Uh, building the Republican Party when they used to joke about meeting in a phone booth. And we pulled Peanut, that big elephant, all over Louisiana, went from 18,000 Republicans to over a million. That old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Secondly, every state, that if you're going to have a closed primary, you're going to get the far left and the far right, and you're not going to get anything done. I'm as conservative uh, but I don't grandstand and say all these things to make you like me. I try to work with Republicans, Democrats, independents for the greater good of Louisiana. That's our job. It's not to get elected or to change the system so somebody can run for governor. Um, self-serving uh, politicians, we don't have time for that anymore. We need public servants that want to work for the greater good of everyone. And, um, and and this is being look. I'm the I'm the top elected Republican in the state. I was not even asked to sit on the committee to decide. And when you looked at who was handpicked by Senator Hewitt, it's all people that were in favor of it. So it wasn't a, a impartial committee. It was a handpicked committee of Democrats and Republicans that are in favor of closing this for their own personal gain. And closed primaries for those of y'all who aren't quite familiar with it 
Right now, basically the top two people win if one person doesn't get more than 50% of the vote. 50% plus one, that's all you need to get. Uh, so that's a that's a basically open primary. So you can have two Republicans in a runoff. You can have a Republican and a Democrat. And what they want to do with closed primaries is guarantee that there's going to be a Democrat running against a Republican. Now, I'll tell you why I'm not in favor. I'm, I'm in favor of leaving it alone is because I'm not even either one of them. I'm, I'm a registered independent. I generally lean a lot more to the Republican side, but not always. But that, you know, you're going to cut me out of the picture altogether. With that kind of stuff, and, and I mean, you know, I, I'm hard pressed to put a sign in my yard nowadays because some of these, some of this stuff is just it's getting under my skin like a tattoo, there, Billy. You know. And Spud, you're right. Let me tell you, all the research, all the research says that it's better when open primary people get things done working together, and um, and all all the research doesn't lie. And so, in Louisiana, more than just about any other state, more independents vote Republican. So you're going to shut them out. And we've got a large amount of Democrats that ain't never changing, but they historically vote for Republican. Now you're going to tell them you don't have a choice in it. This is the guy or the lady. Take it or leave it. Well, if it's not their choice or they don't get a voice in it, odds are they're either going to stay home or you, you, yeah. there's a high probability they're going to vote for the Democrat. Yeah, and and that and that the stay home part is one thing. I mean, what are they expecting? A, a maybe eighteen percent turnout for this congressional election? You know, maybe that's 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 not enough people to turn out to represent somebody who's going to be you know sticking their hand in your pocket. That's just just not and, enough. And you know, it, it also is going to cost the state millions of dollars, and. Um, you know, this first conversation was we're going to move the congressional elections up, which I believe is why uh, Congressman Scalise had, it was in favor. And I think that evolved from not just changing the date so our congressman will be up there and not be up there after uh, the other congressman get elected. Mm-hmm. And that went from that to changing it. And then they tried to amend it in their committee, which they couldn't do, to include statewide elected officials. But I personally believe uh, this is all about a few chosen people. You know, the, the, the PACs, with their money, went out and spent over $4 million destroying other Republicans. Not trying to elect Republicans over Democrats. Destroying the, the PAC that's controlled by Jeff Landry and John Kennedy attacked fellow Republicans because they wanted their chosen one for head of the House and the Senate. Um and they, they ran commercials against, I think, good Republicans that they thought were not conservative enough. Well, nobody chose them as the people. It's the people that you chose, your leaders, and not because you lied about your opponent. We didn't lose the governor's race the last two races because of closed open primary. We lost it because those PACs and those candidates lied about their fellow Republicans. And if you're going to lie to me, why should I ever trust you in office? That's true. And David Vitter lied about Jay Darden and Scott Angel. And in the last race, they told things about a good man, uh, Congressman Ralph Abraham, who he said, Billy, I'm not going to lie to get elected. But some people will do anything to get elected. And we saw that in both governor races. And that's unfortunate. Yeah, right. And, you know, the sad thing about it. Well, actually, you know, you you, you want to know how to fix this, Billy? 
I, and I was on like, uh, Jeff Carrere has that uh, politics with a punch thing. I was on there with Elbert Gilry. And I made a comment that Elbert, Elbert got, his eyes got real big. That's a great idea. If you can't vote for me, you can't give me money. The only people who should be able to donate to your campaign are the ones who can actually go into a voting booth and vote. There ain't nobody in Iowa should be spending money in a Louisiana race. You know, yep. now president is is nationwide. Senator, I think you should repeal the 17th Amendment and, and, and uh, senators should be appointed by the state legislatures. And again, if if I vote, I, Steve Scalise is my congressman. I can donate money to him or whoever's running against him. But whoever's running over there with Karen Carter-Peterson and Troy Carter, hey, I, I shouldn't be able to throw dime one at either one of them because they don't represent me. They got a different district. Well, let me give you another one. How about passing a law in Baton Rouge? If I lie about you to get elected and you sue me and a judge says that is a lie, you owe me double what you spent to lie about me. That yeah, but would the shut problem, down a lot of the lie. I'm, I'm ready for that, but it's, I mean... It, you know, I mean, there's election to, uh, Saturday. Well, uh, this is going to go up Sunday, but we're, we're interviewing on Thursday. Saturday is an election. They're going to, you know, there's going to be all kinds. I, I was talking to my wife about that. And I told Maureen, I said, how many flyers are we going to get Friday when it's too late for somebody to respond to something? That happens all the time. So you can sue somebody. Oh, yeah, uh, I spent $10,000 on this flyer, uh, so I got to pay the guy twenty. But I won. So... There you go. Yeah. So you're right. It's kind of I don't know. I, I there's so many things that need to be changed. They need to be left alone. You want to? I mean, and all this argument right now, giving it back to the people. You want to give it back to the people? Repeal the 17th Amendment and make it so that you can only give money to the people that you're physically capable of voting for, and you only can vote once, and that's it. And that's that's going to clear up a lot of this. But it ain't never going to happen. Yeah. It'll, well, let me tell you one thing: we got to do. You know, we've all been disappointed in people we've elected, and they talk a good game. But if I look back at people I'm most disappointed in, ask them what did they ever do for anyone else? Did they help a church, a charity? Did they volunteer? And if you can't find anything they've done other than for themselves, probably at the end of their career you're going to say, I was disappointed in the way they represented me in office. Uh, because the ones I'm most disappointed in, they talked a good game, and once they got reelected, we saw they did nothing for Louisiana. It was all about their next political move, and we see that time and time again. Mm. My favorite statement here in Baton Rouge, a lot of people only do what they got to do to get reelected. No more, no less. Well, it ain't just in uh, Baton Rouge either. No, we got to have people that are public servants that want to do all they can to make Louisiana a better place to live. And and, and that's the problem. It's people with character and, and pride and, and don't grandstand, but they do things for the right reasons. And uh, unfortunate, um, some of these people, it's the only job they ever had. So they are uh, hell-bent on keeping it. Yeah, well, but you know what it is down here, though, Billy? I mean, you either have character or you are a character. So... <laughs> That goes I like up. that. I'm going to use that. Go ahead, Bailey. I, I'll gift it to you, man. Look, I appreciate you taking the time. You're the lieutenant governor. It's not like you got, you know, 20 hours every day to just sit around and BS with me. But uh, I, I appreciate it, and I thank you for just flagrantly coming out and saying your opinion. And if any people don't like it, they can they can argue with you with their side, you know. 
Unfortunately, this. Well, we can respectfully agree to disagree. Yeah. But we need more honest-speaking people, and not worry about being punished, criticized, and uh, have some good open dialogue. Spud, thank you for your love and passion. You're a great ambassador for Louisiana, and we're lucky to have you and your family here uh, promoting our great state. Well, I'm glad to be here, and I got no reason to leave. Thanks, Billy. Be safe, man. Have a great day, my friend. All right. Wrapping up the Spudcast right after this. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dustbusters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps, the list just keeps on growing, and it needs to keep on growing, because the next generation of space exploration has arrived, and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Spud here. You know, the last couple of years, I got to be buddies with attorney Mike Brandner. The guy Gambit readers have voted the state's best lawyer two years running. Yeah, he's been on that super lawyers list longer than I can remember. But you don't make it number one on those lists because you have witty commercials. You make it because you treat your clients like they're number one. And that's what Mike Brander does. His clients are like his friends. He helps them through the tough times until he can get them a big check from the big insurance companies. So if you're in a wreck, get the big guy in your corner. Get Mike Brander, 345-1111. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. Okay, Billy Dungesser, Lieutenant Governor personal friend of mine. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast Podcast, talking on my ass. You can find this show on Spotify and Red Circle and Google Podcasts and Amazon Music and Public Radio and Stitcher. You can find me on Twitter at SpudGotDad. And you can also find me on my Facebook pages, Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell and The Big TZ. If you would like to sponsor the Spudcast or have it emailed directly to you, contact me at thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. We got more coming up for you tomorrow, but in the meantime, watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecone.